Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about respiratory distress syndrome. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash rds or in the neonatology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Respiratory distress syndrome affects premature neonates born before the lungs start producing adequate surfactant. Respiratory distress syndrome commonly occurs below 32 weeks gestational age and chest x-ray findings will show a ground glass appearance to the lung fields. Let's start with some pathophysiology. Inadequate surfactant leads to high surface tension within alveoli in the lungs. This leads to atelectasis, which is lung collapse, as it is more difficult for the alveoli and the lungs to expand. This leads to inadequate gaseous exchange, resulting in hypoxia, hypercapnia, which is a high CO2, and respiratory distress. Management starts before the baby's born. Antenatal steroids, for example dexamethasone, can be given to mothers with suspected or confirmed preterm labour, aiming to increase the production of surfactant and reduce the incidence and severity of respiratory distress syndrome in the baby. Premature neonates may need intubation and ventilation to fully assist breathing if respiratory distress is severe. Endotracheal surfactant, which is artificial surfactant delivered into the lungs via an endotracheal tube. Continuous positive airway pressure, or CPAP, via a nasal mask to help keep the lungs inflated while breathing. And supplementary oxygen to maintain oxygen saturations between 91 and 95% in premature neonates. Support with breathing is gradually stepped down as the baby develops and is able to maintain their breathing. Eventually, they'll be able to support themselves on air. There are a few complications related to respiratory distress syndrome and also the treatment of respiratory distress syndrome with mechanical ventilation. These can be looked at as short-term or long-term complications. The short-term complications are pneumothorax, infection, apneas, intraventricular hemorrhage, pulmonary hemorrhage, and necrotizing enterocolitis. And the long-term complications include chronic lung disease of prematurity, retinopathy of prematurity, which occurs more often and more severely in neonates with respiratory distress syndrome, and neurological, hearing, and visual impairment. So thanks for listening to this episode on respiratory distress syndrome. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. If you found the podcast helpful, you can find written notes in the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book, which is available on Amazon. There are also full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible. And you can find notes, videos, illustrations, and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode, which will be on necrotizing enterocolitis.